wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes! 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 For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Stupid idiot. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Party's over, Grandpa. Kane was there! Kane was there too! Yeah! No enhancement needed. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. Alright folks, we're back here on WrestleRant Radio for January 25th, 2018. Episodes going up a bit delayed here today, only because... Mr. Marceau, he's back here on WrestleRant Radio for the first time since our Survivor Series prediction show a few months ago. And he's heading home from work. He's heading home from Boston. He's getting ready to rumble with yours truly this Saturday and Sunday in Philly. We're going to take over. We're going to rumble. It's going to be fucking lit. RJ, how you doing, brother? Doing good, GSM. Coming out of retirement one more time. <laughs> Sound like Ric Flair. Did you join him at the bar at the uh, fucking Barclays Center on Monday or no? I had to. I had to come out of time. I didn't save any money out. <laughs> well, speaking of which, that kind of perfect segue right there. Mr. Marceau has joined me on many episodes before here on WrestleRant Radio. You can check them all out on iTunes. Simply search up WrestleRant Radio on Apple Podcast. You get every past archived episode dating back to October of 2013 and all the new episodes on Thursdays. Like I said, they usually go up on midnight from Wednesdays to Thursdays. Today, a bit delayed. we got to accommodate for Mr. Marceau. We've had him on here for the last big four pay-per-views, including SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Gave him the old call a couple days ago about coming here on WrestleRant for Royal Rumble predictions. He said, absolutely, and we got him here on the show today. We're not only breaking on the Rumble, we're breaking on TakeOver 2, which is super important because as I alluded to, we're going to be at both events. Mr. Marceau, as of right now, what's your anticipation level for both TakeOver Philadelphia and the Royal Rumble this Sunday? I'd say for both shows, it's pretty high. Um, I think for the Rumble, like, I don't know, like, when I'm thinking about, like, who I think's going to win, I, I honestly couldn't give you a name. I feel like most years, it's like a clear cut, like, this guy's definitely going to win, and they win. And, I don't know, this year, I think the men's, I think they have their favorites, but I can't say, like, clear cut, like, this guy's going to win, or this woman's going to win. So I think there's a lot of anticipation for that. Um, I'm excited for the th- uh, triple threat main event uh, or panel match with Braun Strowman, obviously. <laughs> win, but you know, big fan of Strowman, so looking forward to that. And then they also have some other good matches on there. And then NXT, I think it's going to be a good show. Um, we went to Orlando. Um, I didn't think it was the greatest show, but it was still pretty good. But I have more higher, ex- higher expectations for this show than I did for the Orlando show. So, all in all, I think it's going to be a great weekend. It is worth noting, like you said, we've been at TakeOver before. We were at TakeOver Orlando about a year ago. I think this one has a, a bit of a better card on paper. And you've been to a Rumble before. You were at the Rumble in 2011, one of my favorite Rumbles of all time, in Boston for the 2011 Rumble. Uh, what was your experience like at that Rumble kind of compared to what you expect to see this coming weekend? The only thing I can remember is Alberto the Rio winning and wanting to cry in the stands. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. Um, honestly, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't even remember what else happened on that show. I'm assuming, like, John Cena faced someone for a title. That might be an accurate description. I don't remember. I know uh, he was in the Rumble match. Was he? Oh, shit. I know the freaking, uh, 
The new neck. Oh, yeah, he went to the Rumble match and he, he buried the new nexus. How could I? That? <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. I was, the, I, I was gonna text that the other day. I'm like, remember when John Cena buried the new nexus? <laughs> it's like he buried the Wyatt family. Um, but yeah, I remember that. Um, but yeah, like I said, all I can really remember is Del Rio winning and then fucking Ricardo Rodriguez keep repeating, I'm the Del Rio, I'm the Del Rio. I'm like, can we just get the fuck out of here? Like, this sucks. <laughs> Like I said, the show was good, but just I can't stand the real, so I kind of left it on a sour note. But it was a good show. Like I said, Roy Rumble's always good. Usually the match is good enough that you can kind of like pick up the scraps of the rest of the show. Like I said, I have no fucking clue what else happened on that show, but the Rumble I can remember. I feel like that's been a, I mean, obviously it's been a common theme for years now where we get like a, a pretty decent Royal Rumble match, and then the outcome. It's just complete shit, and everyone leaves, like, super unhappy, and they boo on their way out. I mean, the Rumble 2016, I saw that one with you at your place, Mod 6, and it got college. It was a very, very good Rumble, and the only reason I did not hate Triple H winning was because I thought the finish was well done. Um, but beyond that, a lot of the Rumbles in recent years, from Randy Orton winning, John Cena, Batista, Roman Reigns, people have just pooped all over, and rightfully so. It's like, it's fucking 2002 all over again. So I'm hoping that's not the case this year, but... You never know with this company. We will get to our Royal Rumble predictions at the end. Hopefully it is a good show on paper. And it's also cool that we're starting the show a little later than I had hoped, just because because we're starting the show a little later on on Thursday, we got the breaking news as of literally an hour or two ago, as we record this, the XFL is returning in 2020 with Vince McMahon once again at the helm. So, Mr. Marceau, being the football buff that you are, how excited are you? What are your thoughts on the return of the XFL? Um, hopefully it's better than the first incarnation. I wasn't really around for it, but i just seen the documentaries and just all the people shit all over and how terrible it was. So, I think it's a good idea. A lot of people have tried and a ton of people failed with the idea. Um, I'm not sure exactly when they're going to, like, they haven't really announced when they're going to do it. Like, they go, I think if they go head-to-head against the NFL, they'll just, they'll just disband so fast. I don't think they'll have any traction. Maybe if they run in the springtime, spring into the summer, maybe we'll get some viewership. And if they actually have good football on, like, the last time it was kind of just shit football. That's what kind of really, really killed it. And then Vince wanted to put storylines in it. And then, like, it just, that's not what football is. But, and, like, they had their stupid extreme stuff that was involved and like all that dumb shit so they put in the spring have actual good like good product and um just like make sure it doesn't just disband over a year i think it has a chance he has the money but that they already happened once and it failed so i don't think it'll be a success but i wouldn't hate it if it was exactly i mean they gotta do something differently here i think from what I had read, if I'm not mistaken, I think the season's running from January to, I think, the spring, which would make sense with the Super Bowl happening around, you know, early February, late January. So it's going to be around the time the football season, the NFL season is done anyway. So that would make sense. Um, but nothing I read from the transcript of the the conference call, the, the official announcement of the XFL from a few hours ago, really made me think that this will, this will be anything different from what we saw 15 years ago. Like you said, if you watch the documentary, the 30 for 30 on the XFL, which was really, really well done, the crossovers, the storylines, the characters were just fucking terrible. And I know Vince said today that they were not going to do crossovers with WWE. There won't be any, like, a Jim Ross calling the football action or any wrestlers involved, which is for the better, but beyond that, I know he had said there's, there's going to be more characters and all this other stuff. It's 
He kept on saying it was football reimagined. Push it. Push it. Yeah. And that was all he had said over and over for like 20, 25 minutes. And it's very clear that it's just one of those ideas of Vince's, a lot like with any other wrestling character where he's excited about it at first. And then he kind of loses interest after a while and he doesn't really put any thought into these ideas and they don't really see, he doesn't really see these projects through. To me, when I heard him talking about this, he didn't really give any details at all. I know it's not supposed to launch for another two years. Um, roughly, but it's like you got to have some sort of idea of what this thing is going to be and not just say that it's different because that's what they said with the first time and it was an epic failure. So it's like, I don't know. And especially with football ratings being lower than they have been in a long time, do you see this viably being a success, RJ, or is it just another, just why even bother doing it? Like I said, it all depends on how it works out. If it's like allegedly, like they're going to be like less penalties and be shorter games, like. Not shorter games, but like less commercials and like less flags. And I, if they if they do it correctly and like kind of like not, I don't know. Like the NFL's biggest issues are like the flags and how long the games are and just like the over nitpicking everything. So if they kind of like stray away from that and actually have good product. I think it could succeed, especially like I said, if it's in that January to I don't know, even late summer, like July. I think that's a good time frame for them. Because you have to think, like, people kind of, like, I don't know, I'm not the biggest baseball fan, so, like, once football's over, it's kind of like, what now? So maybe if they have, like, a somewhat successful football league, they'll go right into that, and then once that finishes, you go right into the NFL, so it kind of just, like, all around fo- football year-round, so. Um, but, like I said, if they just, if they do exactly what they did the last time, it'll fail miserably. I don't know, he kind of, like, said they weren't going to do that, but. I feel like he's kind of one of those people, like, if it sucks failing, he'll just go to... Like, the last time, like, it wasn't supposed to be, like, a crossover, really. Like, it wasn't supposed to be, like... So then you just throw storylines in to make it better, and it just ruined the whole thing. So hopefully he just lets it be football <laughs> and not fucking over... Pretty much overbook it. Like, just do it. Just play football. Like, don't be so over the top. That's exactly it. Like, it's not reinventing the wheel here. You don't really have to think too much outside the box to just create a compelling football league. When he said, it's still football, but it's football reimagined. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, they say that shit all the time. Like, the Cruiserweight division, reimagined. And we get 205 Live and nobody cares. Like, that's what I feel like this is going to be. It's going to be like the 205 Live of football. I would hope not, but I guess we'll soon see. My real question here, RJ, I got to ask you this. Do you think Kevin Dunn, will be in charge of production with all the camera cuts on the on the football field. I hope to God not. <laughs> that would be I terrible. Hope if they have like a broadcast deal with somebody, they just deal with all the the all the broadcast goes to them. I do not want to see Kevin Dunn production on uh, the XFL too. Yeah, he did say that he was going to be largely removed from it, uh, Vince did, so I would hope that he's not carrying over anyone from the WWE to be a part of this, whether it be production or on-air talent, whatever. Um, But on a more serious note, he did say this was was probably the best part of the whole announcement. He said that uh, with football, that they might cut away halftime, they might just cut it all together, just not do a halftime because they feel, Vince feels, that the games are too long at three to three and a half hours, that shorter is better, and they want to have the games be around two hours. Coming from the same guy whose flagship show is three fucking hours every single week, in addition to another three hours of programming on Tuesday nights, in addition to everything else we get, in addition, literally days before, we get like a five-hour pay-per-view between the kickoff show and the four-hour pay-per-view. Like, is that not ironic, or is that just me? 
Um, I think the, the only reason he says that, well, because obviously USA Network, they get paid for the extra hour. So to him, it's just like, oh, more money in my pocket. But the biggest complaint about the NFL is how long it is. So that I think, they think that's why I said it's going to be shorter, just because that's one of the bigger complaints is how long the games last. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he has a deal with, like, some company and they just run two-hour games, it would be better for him because the fans won't want to sit around for it. But then with USA Network, he gets paid more. I don't know. Realistically, Rush should be two hours, but I understand they make more money. But, yeah, it is, like you said, it is kind of hypocritical to be like, oh, I, listen, I want to listen to the fans, but he never listens to the fans in his own company. Like, it makes no sense. like, this is a fans league. This is a fans league, and he doesn't even listen to his fans in his own company. So why the hell would he listen to people? Like, I don't get it. I don't know. He's a lot of, a lot of hypocrisy in this like, conference call that he had, but I don't know. I'd hope it'd be successful, but I wouldn't say I'm betting my life savings on it. How amazing would it be if uh, when he had said in that conference call during the announcement today, oh, I listen to what the fans want, literally days before Roman Reigns wins the Royal Rumble. How amazing oh would that be? Oh, my God, please <laughs> don't even say that. I'm fearing that. Oh, my God. Philadelphia will fucking burn in the ground. <laughs> it's going to be a long drive home on Sunday if that's the case. Well, hopefully not. But oh, one, <laughs> one last note on the XFL before we move on. Um, something interesting he did know is that in this league, he will not allow anyone to play with a past criminal background, past whatever, including even like DUIs and stuff like that, um, which is pretty crazy. Do you agree with that? Do you think it matters? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um. Okay. I understand. Like, if it's like something serious, okay. But I feel like they're gonna get to the point they're not gonna have any players. Most most players have somewhat <laughs> of a criminal background. I'm, I'm just this is the way it is. If you ever watch the NFL, like majority of the players have had. Some run in with the law, like I said, even if it's like a DUI or just like, like I wouldn't say that's like earth shattering, but as a professional athlete, you shouldn't, with all the money that they made, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't get DUIs and DWIs and like, like Jay Uso, whoever Uso just got arrested, like he has enough money that he could get an Uber or a taxi or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think depending on the talent that they get, if they can get good talent that don't have criminal backgrounds, I think they'll stick with it. But I think if they're struggling to get players, they're probably let, like, like you said, someone that maybe got arrested once for a DUI or something like that. But I'm assuming anything over that, they'd probably say no. Like anything that's more extreme or a higher criminal criminal like charge, they wouldn't let you in. Just like they shouldn't let you in. But I don't know. We'll say I think, like you said, that's kind of like a loose rule depending on how the uh, talent fluctuates influxes into the league yeah exactly i could see that being i could see that being something that's soon scrapped if it doesn't really work out in their favor where if they just get the scraps of the football league from the nfl and everyone else that's good has a past criminal background then obviously that's something that will be changed or uh you know accommodated to but speaking of crimes, another piece of shit in the news this week. Enzo Amore, <laughs> Enzo Amore perfect segue, accused for rape on Monday, susp- <laughs> suspended and then fired from the WWE. I got to give a shout out to at uh, Jamie Lee Mack on the Twitter machine for the at released guy in the room uh, for that joke on Twitter. I thought it was pretty clever. But uh, Enzo Amore, no longer a WWE superstar after the news came out. Well, reportedly it was because not only because of what he did, which may or not be the case. Um, he denied it. I mean, obviously, he's not going to say yes. But um, it was because that he did not tell WWE about the charges that were put on him back in October, three months ago. So that's obviously a big no-no. In addition to all the other heat that he's had and all the other shit that he's pulled in the last 
six, seven, eight months. So the fact that he was fired surprised basically nobody, but it was a surprising move nonetheless. I know Mr. Marceau broke the news to me via text a few days ago. Uh, so your thoughts on the WWE release, RJ, of Enzo Amore? Um, if, if he did what he did, then he deserves to be released. Um, where's Rich Swan's walking papers? I don't think he's been released yet. I think he's still, still suspended. Um, but I've never been a big Enzo fan. I got him in the Royal Rumble game last year and want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> um, I could care less. I never, I just couldn't get like, I couldn't, he's just so unlikable. I just couldn't, I just couldn't like him. He just, I don't know. And then the whole 205 thing, like, I feel like I just kind of failed. Like I said, he's popular, but it's like, it's not like he brought more people to watch 205 Live. It's just an extra off content that more. Even hardcore fans, like, even you, you don't, like, you, I feel like you probably don't even want to watch, you just have to, for the website, so, like, even if, if you don't want to watch it, then you don't want to watch <laughs> That's it. That's saying so, something. So, I just, like I said, I, he's, he's terrible as a wrestler, I get it, he was a good mic worker, but I can only get you so far in the WWE, I feel like I'd rather watch someone who's good at wrestling than someone that sucks at wrestling, but can talk. I, the talking really doesn't do a lot for me, I know it's sports entertainment, and, Push, push them, baby, but <laughs> I'd rather see a good wrestler than someone that's good on the mic, so I'm not crying over Enzo Amore being released. Yeah, I mean, it would be one thing, like, I mean, I was a big proponent of the Enzo and Cass tag team. Hey, I got a t-shirt. I got the t-shirt when we went to Extreme Rules a few years ago in New Jersey. Um, I was a big fan of the tag team in NXT and even on the main roster, but they did wrong by those guys very, very quickly. And as soon as they split them up, you knew there was no future for either one of them. I know Enzo is now a two-time Cruiserweight champion, but he did nothing for 205 Live. Yeah, maybe boosted viewership for all of two weeks before it went back to being what it was. And the matches are terrible. And then when Cass comes back, I hope he, for different reason, gets his walking papers too because the guy's also atrocious. Um, but at any rate, I mean, hopefully him leaving, even if he, even if it comes out <clears throat> that he is clear of the charges, that he didn't do it, that he's clean, whatever, I just don't see them bringing him back. He's just not worth the trouble. I mean, not even, even going beyond this, all the other stuff that he's pulled in the last year, just being a beyond a, a huge nuisance backstage. And he's not even that good. Like, like he's decent on the mic when he wants to be, but beyond that, he's just not that good. And for yeah, whatever... it's not like he's Shawn Michaels. He's not worth the headache. Exactly. He's not. He's no Shawn Michaels. He's not worth the headache at all. So I'm glad, you know, I don't want to say that I'm glad he's out of a job. I know RG knows my thoughts on this. I, I don't want to say that he's glad. I'm, I'm glad that he's out of a job, but he's just no, we won't, he won't be missed is my bottom line here. Um, and the Cruiserweight division will be better off without him. I know they said that they will crown a new 205 Live GM next Tuesday. And uh, they will address the Cruiserweight Championship situation. So, no Cruiserweight title match on Sunday. I was looking forward to seeing Alexander win the bell. Of course, not going to happen. Uh, quick pick, though, RJ. Who do you think is going to become new 205 Live GM? Not that anyone really cares. I don't want to get my hopes up either because I did read today that the plan a few months ago, they were going to do this a while ago. It was going to be fucking Summer Ray. So it doesn't really give me high hopes for who they're going to name the new GM of 205 Live. I know I said on Twitter, Ray Mysterio, but that's obviously shooting for the stars and landing on the moon. If we get on fucking, you know, someone on the current roster. But any predictions? I'll just go with Ray Mysterio. But for the love of God, please let me Summer Ray. How amazing! I thought she was released. I didn't know she worked with the company anymore. No, no, yeah, no. She got released a while ago. That's why I said it was pitched, okay. like yeah, months ago. Yeah, she got released back in October. Um, it would be cool if Rey Mysterio was in the Rumble on Sunday when we're there, and then he's announced as the new GM two days later. That'd be pretty sweet. 
Um, but obviously, I don't want to get my hopes up too high. Coming from this, I mean, I'm not one of those people that's going to say that Daniel Bryan's going to win the Rumble because he, um, he was like one of the betting odds. He was one of the favorites to win the Rumble for whatever reason. Like, why would you bet on Daniel Bryan to win the Rumble? The guy's not even cleared. It's like asking CM Punk to show up at Raw 25. There's so many dumb fans out there. It's ridiculous. Um, at any rate, uh, speaking of Raw 25, real quick, RJ, before we're going to take over Philadelphia predictions, your overall thoughts on Raw 25 this past Monday. I thought it was a decent Raw. I didn't think it was the greatest Raw ever, but that was a good show. Um, I'd probably say it was just a decent show. Um, I think I honestly kind of... I, I feel like there was a ton of backseat segment, segments that were good. Um, like the APA segment was good. The Undertaker promo, I fucking have no idea what the hell that was. <laughs> um, the Welcome Matt Hardy Bray Wyatt match was like decent, and then Matt Hardy lost, and I'm like, okay... He's dead in the water. He lost <laughs> the biggest loser in the company. Clean, um, my bad. Clean. Uh, clean. Uh, Reigns and uh, Miz was actually pretty good, I thought. But that was a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck else happened? Stone Cold, uh, obviously. Stone Cold was big. I, I think it was like, that was like one of those, like, I knew that was going to happen. Like, yeah. Vince, like, no one burned me. And, like, I'm the reason for all this. Like, I knew Stone Cold was coming out. So, that was, it was still a cool moment, though. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's happened. I, I haven't. Oh, the like the Strowman, Lesnar, Kane thing. I, I, I don't understand how the fuck Kane is in the main event or in the title <laughs> scene in 2018. Like the like, that machine. Like, dude, he sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just. Pu- the issue with I have with Kane is they push him to be a monster. Then he's just like a goofball and sucks. Then they push him to the monster again, and then he sucks. And all of a sudden he's good again. Like, just, like. Oh, it's like There's no consistency, show, yeah. It's like Big Show heel face turns. It's just yep. like, whenever they want him to be a monster, he's a monster. Whenever they want him to be a big, big red idiot, then he's that's what he is. Like, yeah, I just don't see, like, just give it up on the cane. Like, I understand they're probably putting him in there just to eat the fall, but, like, stop. Like, that's so bad. Mm-hmm. And it's bad it's enough, too, man. that in, in the build to this match of the Rumble, they have not given him any momentum at all. Like, and not at any point. It's been all about Brock and Kane. Mostly, I mean, Brock and uh, Braun. It's mostly been Braun, which is good. I'm not complaining, but it's like, why even bother putting the guy in the match if you won't even give people, you know, the the, the belief that he might win? Like, I mean, most, he's not going to win. Because you know he's not going to win. Yeah, it's just, it's just po- completely pointless, and the match is probably going to blow anyway. That's the issue. Um, I love Braun. I'm hoping he can save the show. I can save the match. But it's like, why even fucking bother? But, yeah, no, I do agree. I thought Raw 25 was a good show. Um, I thought it was decent. It wasn't as bad as people were saying it was going to be. It's like, people, get the fuck over. It was not that bad of a show. Have it you, was where, not that bad. Where have you been for the last five years of Raw? Like, there's been way worse Raws in 2009, 2010 than the shit uh, that we got on Monday. Uh, sorry to bring it up. I heard you talk about hashtag the other day. And I'm like, 2011 Raws are a fucking... Brutal. Abysmal. Abys- a putrid, Brutal. as RJ would say. A putrid. Oh my god, I used to like tape it and then just like literally fast forward the whole thing. <laughs> Thank god I didn't waste my time. God, those guys are terrible. Uh, how cool would it have been if we got The Rock on Monday's Raw interrupting Elias in a little Rock Elias contract? How great would that have been? <sighs> I would have loved it. Did Papa Mar- did uh, Papa Marceau watch the Stone Cold segment or no? He did not, but he was watching Stone Cold videos on his iPad. Oh, okay. Laughing did you, his ass off. <laughs> did you tell him that Goldberg's going to the Hall of Fame? I have not. I'll tell him tonight. You got to break the news to him. I'm sure he's going to be stoked. 
Uh, so that being said, moving on to take over Philadelphia predictions for this coming Saturday. As always, a stacked card. You can't go wrong in NXT. With the Rumble, you know, it, it looks like a good show on paper, but with the Rumble, you never know, especially the Rumble pay-per-view itself, because they can be shit, it can be great. You never really know. Um, at least with the takeovers, I have yet to see a bad takeover, and we've had like 18 of them in the last four years, so I think it's safe to say this will be a good show. Um, starting with a match that was just announced today, we got the Velveteen Dream and Cassius Ono. Literally no build at all. <laughs> Just getting Velveteen Dream on the show, which is fine. I'm totally for it. Um, but it, it definitely seems like just a showcase win for Dream. Should be a great match, though. I got Dream going over. What about you, RJ? Uh, easily Dream going over. Um, I thought Cassius Ono would be kind of like a, not a big-time player next year, but like somewhat noteworthy. But he's, yeah, he's noteworthy as like the notable, like, not jobber, but like, a big enough name that when people beat him, it makes it like a bigger deal than mm -hmm. like some random like any other random jobber that they have. Like like we've said in the past, like text wise, like they do have jobbers, but like they do look good in defeats. So They're not like total losers, but like Catchstone is, is like a big name, but he just never wins. Like he's just there to put people over, I guess. But um, I think Dream will beat him. I was kind of open for Sullivan, and I guess if I can do that. Um, yeah, no, that was weird. I mean, I'm glad Dream's on the show, but it's like they had teased both Sullivan and Killian Dane, and then Sullivan and Strong, too, in last week's show. So, I mean, I, I guess they could still add it if they wanted to, but I, I don't know. It's, it was a little weird. And it's not even like we're getting it on the TakeOver. I mean, I guess we could on the TakeOver uh, NXT tapings that happened <clears throat> prior to TakeOver, but I already know yeah, that, that we're... there, but uh, yeah. uh, I, was, I, I was looking forward to Dane and... Sullivan or Strong and Sullivan over Dream and Ona, but we'll see what happens. It'll probably be a good match. I don't think it'll be earth-shattering, but I think it'll be a good enough match to probably kick off the show, I'm assuming, or maybe they'll do something else, but it'll be a decent match, I'm Yeah, it should be a good match. I mean, Dream and um, Alistair Black had a kick-ass match in, uh, where was it, in, in, in Texas, in San Antonio, War Games, or not San Antonio, Dallas, or whatever, a few Dallas. months ago. A great match. Um, Cassius Sono is always a reliable worker, too. So it should be a good match. Yeah, kind of random, but at least they're getting Dream on the show. Um, so, yeah, we both have Dream going over there. Let's see. For the NXT Tag Team Championships, we got the Undisputed Eras, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, who RJ and I are huge on right now with the uh, the hand things. It's great. They're an awesome tag team. And the Authors of Pain, Akim and Razar, tag team titles on the line. Who walks out of Philadelphia with the tag team titles until RJ? Um, I have to go with uh, Undisputed Era. Um, they're on fire right now. Uh, AOP's been big, too, lately. Um, I just think they're headed to the main roster as soon as this next coming week. I, they've, they, we've talked in the past. Mm -hmm. They've done everything in NXT. Um, they've won the titles. They've beaten pretty much everybody. Just, at this point, there's nothing for them really to do um, down in NXT. I see them getting called up, like I said, soon. Um, there's no point in keeping them in NXT any longer, really. Unless like they want to put another team over, but I don't really see. Like I feel like a team six one or like a street profits. Like they're just gonna have them win the belts. Not gonna have them beat AOP. So, um, but I've understood over here. Is it? I thought it was a steel cage match. Maybe it's not. I sworn I saw it was a steel cage match. But... No, yeah, no steel cage oh. for this one. Ah, uh, okay. So I'll, I'll still go with undisputed era though. 
Yeah, same. Authors of Pain, I've said before, have got to be main roster bound as soon as this week. I thought they were headed to Raw or SmackDown like after Brooklyn 2 or Brooklyn 3, and that was like four months ago. So I'm not really sure what's going on. I mean, I'm glad they're they're milking out their stay in NXT, and I'd rather have them in NXT doing something of note. Like they were in the main event of War Games. Uh, they were in the tag team title match on this show. So at least they're doing something. And I'd rather have them do doing something than be on Raw and SmackDown and losing the fucking, you know, whoever, uh, Primo and Epico or whatever. At least they're going to be, you know, I won't say that. They'll probably be prominent players in whatever brand they go to. But I would hope that Raw needs all the help it can get with tag teams right now. So hopefully they go to Raw. Um, but you said to yourself, NXT right now has got, like, a stacked tag team division. Like, it's ridiculous. They have the Undisputed Era, the Authors of Pain for now. <clears throat> they have the Street Profits, like you said, Heavy Machinery, what was the other tag team that you mentioned? Sanity, TM61, Team Moss, Sanity. Sabatelli. Moss Sabatelli. Um, there was one other team I was thinking of. Uh, Sanity? Sanity, yeah, you said Sanity, yeah. Um, what was the other team? Birch and Lorcan are kind of sort of a team. Um, when they yeah, wanted to be. I wouldn't really count them. They haven't really done shit in a while. Yeah. Still, yeah they still, I guess they still count. And War Machine. They just signed War Machine, too, so that's another big one. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, you know, undisputed there, War Machine would be an amazing tag team match for uh for the Takeover WrestleMania weekend one. So that'd be pretty. I would hope. I mean, they might not debut them that soon, but they got plenty of options to work with. Uh, so there. That being said, what I'm trying to get at is that they have so many options for the undisputed era. They still have that rematch with Sanity that never happened. So they can yep. do that after Takeover. They, they should hold on to the championships for a long time to come, is what I'm saying. So I got them going over here as well. For the NXT Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler in her takeover debut. Going for the gold against Ember Moon. Who goes over here, RJ? <sighs> this is a tough one. Uh, uh, I, this one's way harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler. I don't know. I just don't see her losing. She's red hot right now in NXT. She's a freaking badass. Um... She pretty much killed everyone she's touched, and I I don't know I don't I just don't I don't hate Ember Moon. It just she does nothing for me. I don't know maybe the whole like just continuously losing to Oscar just kind of like dropped my stock on her. Like we could have sworn she was going to win last year at NXT Dallas or whatever the fuck she wrestled. When is Orlando? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Orlando. We're like oh she's definitely gonna win the belt. It's gonna be a big moment. It loses, fights her again, loses again, and just like I don't know like I and then when they fought last time. At uh, Dallas, when no, when was the last NXT takeover? Um, War Games. It was, it was Dallas. Yeah, yeah, it was in Dallas. Games. Or no? I'm like, oh, Houston, Houston, like Houston. Lo- yeah, it was in Houston. That's where it was. I was like, oh, like maybe she'll win, but like I don't care. And she won. I'm like, yeah. Like I kind, I kind of wanted other people in that match to win, and then obviously it is what it is. But I don't know. I think Baze is gonna win. Tap her out or unconscious, something around those lines, make her look like a beast, and. I, I assume they do Zane versus Baszler at New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, they could always do the rematch. I could see them having... Ba- I, I'm going with Baszler to win here. I mean, you got to go with who's hot right now. I mean, that was like the case with Almas when he went for the NXT Championship. I didn't think he was going to win, but I was glad he, I was glad that he did win because McIntyre is good, but it's like Almas was the hot act at that time. And right now, Baszler is the hot act. And I like Amber Moon, but it's like... I mean, we know about her character and stuff, but Baszler's the one that's just firing in all cylinders right now. She's legit as it gets. They're about to bring in Ronda Rousey. Why wouldn't you make her the NXT Women's Champion? The promos are really good. We haven't seen too much of her in the ring, but her just her massacre of Dakota Kai a few weeks ago was so great to watch. It was something. It's something different for NXT. We don't really see 
Like the Brock, I don't want to say the Brock Lesnar of the women just yet, but even though she's better on the mic than Brock Lesnar. Um, but still, I think so far they've done well by her. they got to put the championship on her. It would be so short-sighted, which is not something that NXT usually does, but it would be short-sighted to have Baszler go on this rampage and then have her lose like three weeks into her debut and then, then do what? You know what I mean? Like she's not going to, I guess she could always ever win the championship again down the road, but it's like at that point you got to strike while the iron is hot. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. The classic GSM line. You got to And that's what they're going to do with Baszler, I think. They're going to have Baszler win the championship. They can do a rematch over WrestleMania weekend. They can call up Ember after that if they want to. Because uh, even if Ember wins, I mean, again, you could do the rematch, take over, and then have Baszler win there. But, again, don't do that. Um, but let's say Baszler loses. Who else is there? I mean, Peyton Royce, Ember, we've, we've seen it a million times. I love the Iconic duo. We'll talk about them in the Women's Rumble coming up because I think they absolutely 100% have to be in that match, or at least Peyton Royce has to. Um, we've seen that a million times. Kyrie Zane and Ember? Eh, I think Kyrie Zane and Baszler makes more sense given their history. Um, and she also attacked her a few weeks ago. There's there's really no one else. What, Ember Moon and Lacey Evans? Like, who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> Ember Moon, uh, what the fuck is her Bianca name? Bianca Belair. Bianca like, Belair, who gives a shit, you know? Their so, women's division's fucking hurting right now. They yeah. did steal a ton of people in the call-ups, but, jeez, it's fucking slim pickings right now. Well, and you know what? How about this? How about this? I think you put the belt on Baszler. You have her win in a rematch. I mean, I guess you could do it on TV if you want to, but I think you can milk this out because the feud only really just got started. You can do the rematch over WrestleMania weekend. You could do Zayn and Baszler at some point down the road, but how great would a feud between... Baszler and Candice LeRae Bay. I feel like that'd be Amazing. really, really good. And they had a match in the Mae Young Classic that was also awesome that Baszler won. So there's a story built in there, too, if Candice LeRae can overcome the odds and win the championship at some point, like, very well down the road in 2018. That kind of writes itself. I'm kind of going a little forward here, but um, I think, bottom line, I think Baszler is the, the hot hand right now. they got to go with her as the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, speaking of hot hands, you got two of them in this next match. Extreme Rules, baby, in Philly, the home of hardcore. Alistair Black versus Adam Cole. It's a win-win. Like, I honestly don't really care who wins, but it's one of those matches, and we've discussed this before in the past, where it's like, it's one of those matches where I don't care who wins because I'm fine with whoever wins. Like, if Black wins, great. If Cole wins, great. Like, it doesn't even matter. And the match is going to be great regardless, and they have no rules. Like, it's, it's cool they're giving this an Extreme Rules stip. Because they built it up to the point where it feels like it needs a stipulation. And we don't see no DQ matches in NXT all that often anyway. So it feels meaningful. It's not like in Raw or SmackDown where we get every single fucking week. We're Impact Wrestling. We do it every single week. You know my thoughts on that, RJ. So. Asylum. What a fucking House of Horrors match. <laughs> House of Horrors. Monsters Ball every single week. Oh, that's a stupid fucking... Literally the other day, this is so off topic. Let down on YouTube watching videos. It was like TNA Oh My God moment. And it was hmm. literally Abyss through tax. Like every fucking <laughs> someone with first abyss intact. I'm like, they just only do monster ball. <laughs> That's all they do now. Abyss is the only person left. Everyone else left the companies. That's all they can do. <laughs> the tax spot got old in 2004. You fucking dumbasses. But anyway, um, Alistair Black and Adam Cole should be a great match. You know what? I've seen this. I could see this going either way. I've seen people say, "No, Solomon actually suggested." I mean, it's a, it's a fantasy booking scenario, but Cole wins here, and then Black shows up in the Rumble, but I feel like it's too soon for Black to be called up, and I, I, I don't know. It'd be cool if they used him right, but I want to see Black win the NXT Championship before he gets called up. So I'm going to say Black wins here. Cole should not be damaged in defeat, but it would be nice if Cole won with the interference from uh, Undisputed Era because it is no DQ anyway. 
Um, so I'm going to say black, but Cole winning would not surprise me, and it would not anger me either. So what are your thoughts on this, RJ? I'm going to go with the exact same prediction you said. I was going with black, I think. He hasn't lost. I don't think he's lost clean yet, so. Yeah, not one-on-one, on one, yeah. Not one-on-one, so I'm going to go with black. Like I said, I want to hate it if Cole won. I do like Cole a lot. Um, but, like, he's already he's already lost already, so it's not like he's – he's on Cole, so it doesn't really matter if he loses. Um, but, like I said, with the Undisputed Era and, like, the no-DQ step, I could see them, like, maybe costing black. I, like you said, I agree totally with black should win an NXT title reign. Um, guy's been the hottest – one of, if not the hottest act in NXT since fucking NXT Brooklyn 3, I would say. Um mm-hmm. That match with Hideo Tommy was great. The one with the LT Dream was great. Um, I, I'm assuming this match, I already know this match is going to be great. So um, I think they have to keep him around and then he'll probably win. I would say he won the title, uh, take over New Orleans. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, in the one year anniversary of when he debuted, it just makes the most sense. Um, but this should be a great match. I am also looking forward to hopefully get my hands on an Undisputed Era t-shirt. I wanted to get one to take over, not take over, the uh, the Lowell House show that we went to a couple months ago. They didn't have them, but they just came out with them, so that kind of pissed me off. They had fucking Nakamura t-shirts, even though the guy hadn't been there in like five months. And Bobby Roode. And Bobby Roode, but they didn't have Undisputed Era t-shirts. Like, what the fuck? Get, get, get your shit together, NX Day. But, um... They should have them in Philly, so I'm looking forward to hopefully getting my hands on one of those. So we get to the main event, Andrade Cien Alamas taking on Johnny Gargano. Number three, they had one match in Brooklyn that I know RJ loved, and I loved it too. It was an awesome match. They had a rematch in NXT TV, which was also great. And they got our third match here, almost 2-0, up against Gargano. NXT Championship on the line. This very well could go either way. It's not a slam dunk that almost wins here. And either way, again, with Cole and Black, that's what I love about NXT. A lot of these matches, it really doesn't matter who wins. Same thing, I would pop big if Gargano won. We were there to see it, or if almost retains with the help of Tommaso Ciampa. Either way, either way, this is going to be a great match and a great outcome. So, I got almost retaining here, RJ, but what do you think is going to happen? I would fucking... Fall off the balcony of Johnny Gargano one, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I just think it's gonna be almost gonna win. Um, I I don't know how he's gonna win. Like I feel like there could be some interference, and like maybe Cancel Ray comes out to help Johnny Gargano, and then like it seems like he's gonna win. Like the odds on his side, Champa has to be involved. Like, I just I don't know. I just have a feeling he's gonna be involved at some point. So maybe Larray takes out Vega. Seems like it's clear-cut Gargano about the win. Ciampa comes out for a distraction. Almost wins. Just, like, just rolls out of the ring, and then we just end with Ch- Ciampa just beating the piss out of Gargano. I don't know. Even like even if he wins the belt, I think Ciampa will beat the shit out of him. Either way, he's getting the shit kicked out of him by Ciampa. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, even if Gargano won, I'd fucking have a heart attack. GSM <laughs> um, knows my love for Johnny Gargano. Um not a huge fan of his new theme. I kind of like the one when him and Champ are together a little yeah. bit better. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's like goofy. I don't know. I don't really like it that much. But I'm a big Gargano fan, so either way, I like almost a lot as well. Um, I fucking almost had a grandma seizure after he won at NXT War Games, so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it, but either or, I would love to finish either, either guy won, but I, I, I would say almost going to win. Yeah, either one I am totally fine with. Uh, with Gargano, I mean, the money match is to you, Gargano and Ciampa, take over New Orleans. And he doesn't really need the championship. I feel like, I mean, imagine what a card that would be if you had Almas and Black for the title, Gargano and uh, Ciampa, non-title. Oh, God, they'd kill, they would blow the roof off the place at the uh, 
the Smoothie Kings Arena, whatever the fuck it's called in New Orleans, uh, wherever they yeah. take over. You got those two matches. Having Ricochet on the card, maybe War Machine in the tag team title picture, Baszler defending the gold. Oh my god, that show would be amazing. So I'm hoping. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, hashtag book it exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, either way, I'm, I'm totally fine with whatever they do here. Evan LeRae come out. It's like, holy shit, he's about to win the title. And then Ciampa comes out and just screws him. Oh my God. The place with just the nuclear heat. I can just, I think I, I got to take off my sweatshirt. It's too hot here with the nuclear heat with Ciampa screwing Gargano out of the title. Oh, getting goosebumps just thinking about it. But Gargano winning too would also be amazing. Um, so either way, this should be a great show. Top to bottom. Looking forward to it. So. We'll move from there to the Royal Rumble the following Sunday. Um, I'm hoping, I, I think TakeOver will be the better show, but Rumble has some potential as well. We will start with the SmackDown Tag Team Titles, the Usos defending the belts against Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, a rematch from SmackDown. This time, however, it's going to be a two out of three falls match. Uh, winners, uh, the, the winners here will take home the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. RJ, who do you think's walking out the SmackDown Tag Team Champions? <sighs> This is a tough one. I, um, I like both teams. So it's, like I said, I, I wouldn't be pissed on either way who wins. Um, I want to I wanna lean towards Gable and Benjamin. Um, like the Usha's been a great champion, so like maybe they're trying to fresh it up because I think Gable and Benjamin have great, been great as well. So like the Usha's are hot as hell right now as champs. I'll go with Benjamin and Gable. Like I said, I'm not going to hate it, whoever wins. So I think it's going to be a great match. They've had great matches already. Um, I think the stipulation will make, probably make it even better. Um, but I'm just going to say Gable and, George, uh, Gable and Benjamin just, cause, uh, just, just because. I'll say Gable and Benjamin. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Usos. I'm going to go with the Usos. Uh, Notice how I didn't say they're going to drive out of the arena as opposed to walk out of the arena with the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Because I know Jey Uso has that Dewey on his record, so I don't want to say drive. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, this should be a great match. Like you said, they have awesome chemistry. Um, I don't know. Just to me, it feels like on SmackDown when they had Gable be, I think it was Jimmy Uso, one-on-one uh, -on -one action. To me, it felt like booking 101, like you have the challengers win that match and then the Usos retain on Sunday. I mean, again, either way, it's going to be fine. If, if we're there for Gable and Benjamin winning the belts, I'm, I'm totally happy with that if the Usos retain because, like you said, yeah, they're hot as hell right now. It's fine. You know, it's, it should be great either way. But I'm just kind of thinking long-term, like what else can you do with the Usos? They've already had their long series of matches with New Day. They've already beaten Rusev Day, um, uh, Gable and Benjamin on this show if they retain. I guess, I mean... I'm not even really sure what their status is right now. It kind of seems they've gone babyface officially, but I'm not exactly sure. I guess we'll find out after the Rumble, after this feud is over. Because Gable and Benjamin are obviously heels, but I'm just not too sure about the Usos. I guess you could do Usos and Bludgeon Brothers and kind of rekindle that rivalry from many years ago because they had a killer series of matches back in 2014. So to go back to that feud would be awesome. Uh, but Gable and Benjamin getting, the, you know, getting a little run to the belts too would also be fine. So I'm going to say Usos, but... Um, I'd also be happy if Gable and Benjamin picked up the belts. Uh, not the only tag team title match we have on this show. We got Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan versus The Bar Part 78. Feels like we've had a million matches between these two teams, or at least with Rollins, Sheamus, and Cesaro. Um, but something's got to happen. We saw it on Monday's Raw during the Peep Show with Rollins accidentally hitting a knee on Jason Jordan. Jordan attacking Rollins by accident a few weeks ago. There's a lot of tension in the air when it comes to Jordan and Rollins. And the current rumor is that they're facing off a WrestleMania one-on-one, -on -one, when I'm not exactly oh. sure how to... I'm not sure how to... Oh, <clears throat> my God. I almost <laughs> just drove off the road. That sounds terrible. Not sure how to feel about that, because it, it should be a good match one-on-one, -on -one, but it's like... 
you know, Rollins goes from Triple H and Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton to uh, Jason Jordan. So I don't know. Just uh, for his WrestleMania matches, to me, it just doesn't really seem worth it. I was telling um, Randy J. Cruz last night on his show that I would love to see. I don't know how you get Angle to go heel. I mean, you don't really even have to have him go heel, but maybe Angle aligns with Jordan as a heel to an extent. And heel Angle is amazing anyway. Um, you do Rollins and Angle at WrestleMania. And then it's like, oh, then what do you do at Angle if he was going to face Triple H? I guess you could do Braun and H. And in the ring, Triple H and Braun Strowman would not be a masterpiece at all. It'd probably be kind of boring. But you know what? If Braun wins, it's all that matters. And it gets him in a big match, as opposed to last year when he was in the fucking Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So, whatever. Um, but that's just kind of fantasy booking. So, point being, I'm not sure how much longer they're going to hold on to those Raw Tag Team titles. They're not pulling a John Cena, Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 23 where they're walking into WrestleMania as champions facing each other. So, I would assume that another team has to beat them at some point. I would prefer it's the Revival. I like the bar, but it's like, been there, done that. They've faced everybody at this point. They, too, could kind of benefit from a split, but Raw needs tag teams right now. So, I'm kind of split with this match. Um, but I'll say... I'll say Rollins and Jordan retain. I know that the, the heavy money is on Cesaro and Sheamus winning back the belts, but I feel like, again, we've been there, done that. So I'm going to say Rollins and Jordan retain. Um, fuck, TSM. Kid took my pick, and I'm going like, to second-guess it. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Rollins and uh, Jordan. Pretty sure the February pay-per-views were all anyways. It is. Maybe they have them lose them there to Revival or something. Like you said, I I would say the bar, but they've had the titles for so long, and I just, I don't know, like, at least with the Usos, like, they're hot enough that I can understand, like, I just, I think, I like the bar, I'm not saying they're not good, I don't know, I just, compared to the Usos, I just don't, I don't know, I just don't see them on the same level right now, and at least I can, like, see, like, oh, the Usos are fucking mad over, because they are. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's not like Cesaro and Sheamus aren't either, but, I don't know, I'm just gonna stick with Rollins and and uh, fucking Jordan. I think it's maybe it's just I don't know. Like I just I just don't want to see the bar win the titles again. So I will stick with uh, Rollins and Jordan. Well, I think it's a little different. I completely agree with everything you just said, but I do think it's a little different with Cesaro and Sheamus, just because with the Usos, you know they're never going to split up. They're the Usos as single stars. They would just die a death, and they would end up on main event in two weeks and get released. With Cesaro and Sheamus, they are single stars, former champions. I still think there's a lot there left with Cesaro. Maybe I'm just an idiot for thinking that, and just wishful thinking, because the guy's been in the company for six years, and they have yet to really give him a meaningful push for an extended period of time. But then I like Sheamus in this role. Sheamus is great in a tag team, but I don't know. I just I, there's not really much more they can do that they haven't already accomplished <clears throat> on Raw. So I, I don't know. I mean, actually, Cesaro pairing up, and I want Cesaro on his own, but Cesaro pairing up with, like, a Cassius Ono and kind of reforming the Kings of Wrestling from Ring of Honor would be pretty sweet. That's probably the only way that Ono's going to get called up, but I don't think that's going to happen either. Just Sheamus on his own just does nothing for me, despite the fact he's an awesome entrance. Beyond that, the guy bores me to tears. Um, but when it comes to Rollins and Jordan, what's what's the end game here, RJ? Is it a one-on-one WrestleMania match? Where are we going with this? I hope the fucking God it's not. <laughs> I do not want to see Seth Rollins Versus Jason Drew at one on one at WrestleMania. That just no, please, for the love of God, no. I hope they go all out with WrestleMania this year. And if we're gonna have a like not terrible, but like two matches, I personally don't want to see in Roman and Brock and Cena and Taker. I hope they go all out in making this WrestleMania one of the more forgettable, worst WrestleManias of all time. Like I want a full on card of just matches I could not care less about. 
Um, I, I, I after being at WrestleMania 33 and having that be a great show, I just want this to be terrible before we go back to WrestleMania next year here in the Northeast at some point. Um, but yeah, Rollins and Jordan would be a part of that card because I mean, if if he's not facing Jordan. Again, Rollins and Angle would be cool. I'm not sure what else you do with Rollins. I feel like Rollins and Ambrose was kind of... They're kind of just replacing Jordan uh, or replacing Ambrose with Jordan. I feel like Rollins and Ambrose was the match they were building to, but Ambrose got hurt. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Rollins and Jordan, it's like, eh. I feel like it's a Raw match. I feel like I'd rather see that in, in the opening match on Raw as opposed to fucking WrestleMania, but... And Jordan yeah, could be not, a good it's deal. It's not a WrestleMania match. It's not a WrestleMania match. So I mean, maybe they'll change my mind. Jordan is 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 becoming a good heel, but it still doesn't change the fact that him and Rollins at WrestleMania or Jordan and Angle at WrestleMania is a good idea. I feel like they should just find another role for him. If they're gonna put Braun Strowman when he was super hot last year in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, just do the same thing with Jordan. Like if you're gonna do that with Braun last year, they could do it with Jordan this year. It's not gonna kill the guy. And he doesn't have a very high ceiling anyway, because the guy's generic as hell. But anyway, uh, you have you have Rollins and Jordan <laughs> retaining your hard I do. Day. I do. Okay, so do I. Um, let's see. Handicap match for the WWE Championship. AJ Styles defending against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, apparently, if Owens and Zayn win, they are co-WWE champions. So it's not whoever gets the winning fall. And I like all three guys. I've said this multiple times before in recent weeks. And Styles and Zayn had a great match on SmackDown this week. But beyond that, this feud has just done nothing for me, like, at all. Like, the authority overshadowing these guys has not helped them at whatsoever. And the matches have been, like, okay, aside from Styles and Zayn on Tuesday. They've been, like, decent. But it's like, eh. Like, I don't know. So that's why I'm kind of... I'm, I'm skeptical in regards to this match of the Rumble. Because I feel like Shane's gonna come out, or Daniel Bryan's gonna come out, or God knows who else and they're going to take away from the action. It's going to be just all shenanigans and all this other bullshit interference. Um, regardless of what happens, the end game should absolutely 100% be Styles holding on to that title. I like Owens and Zayn, but having them win the belt, because you know they're not going to WrestleMania with the championship. So having Owens and Zayn win the belt here only to drop it back to AJ at the next pay-per-view in March, I think it's Fastlane, would be a total waste. So I'm hoping Styles retains here, and who he faces at WrestleMania will discuss later on. Um, but I got AJ going over here. What about you, RJ? I'm going with AJ as well. I think it would be cool to see Owens and Zayn as like co-champions. Um, but like mm-hmm. you said, this whole feud's been over fucking interference and stupid authority figures and everything I fucking hate about wrestling. Um, <laughs> God, I'm on, I fucking hate the interference. Um, but yeah, I hate the whole authority figures being involved and the interference just pisses me off to no end. Um, I just hope AJ wins. Even if if Owens and Zayn win, I wouldn't like cry about no, it. Yeah. Like, if they win without any interference, okay. But there's like a hundred percent fucking. There's definitely gonna happen. There's gonna be so much interference, and I'll be like, "This is fucking terrible." Please stop. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna go with AJ. I think, like you said, he's the right. He's the most over guy in the company. I I just don't see him. What else do you do with him if he's not in the title picture? So, um, you gotta go with AJ. Yeah, he's got to hold on to the gold. I mean, I expect nothing less from SmackDown at this point, but it's like everything you just said about the authority figures and the interference and all this other bullshit we've been seeing on SmackDown for the last month or two is exactly what they did a great job of avoiding for so long when they first started the brand extension like two years ago. And that's why SmackDown was so good. It's like, okay, we're going to get a a straightforward match with a lot of good wrestling and some compelling stories too. Nothing about the Shane Bryan... Owen Zane's style story has been compelling in the slightest. 
Because we know Brian's not coming back to the ring. I know we talked about last year, like you thought maybe Brian comes back in the Rumble and he faces Miz, and that never happened. And because it didn't happen then, that's why I feel like it's never going to happen. Because otherwise, you're sending a terrible message. It's like, okay, if you're going to clear the guy now, then why the fuck didn't you clear him a year ago? Like, you just wasted a year of his career if he's not wrestling. So, I don't know. I feel like Brian should just leave at this point. Because if he's going to be continued, if he's going to continue to be involved in this garbage, then it's not worth his time. But, yeah. Anyway, Styles holds on to the championship. Uh, speaking of belts, Universal Championship. Yeah, boy, Braun Strowman going for the gold against Kane and the current champion, Brock Lesnar. It's... it's not even worth predicting, but obviously Brock wins, LOL. Um, any other thoughts on this, RJ? Uh, Kane wins, LOL. Just kidding. <laughs> Kane's trash. This fucking match pissed me off, too. Like this, It's like so slam dunk that Brock Lesnar's going to win. I don't even, like, I thought, it's been compelling, I'm not going to lie. Like The whole like the backstage segments and all like the beatings, like the other big brawls they've had have been very entertaining. And I think it makes Braun look like a monster, but he fucking loses. He, well, technically, won't lose because he didn't get pinned, but like he fucking lost, it's still losing. Mm-hmm. It just like it just sucks when it's just so fucking obvious that Brock Lesnar's gonna win. They like said we don't even have to predict it. Like Brock Lesnar's gonna win. Yeah. Because he has to face fucking Roman Reigns or fucking WrestleMania, <laughs> a match that no one wants to see. Imagine. I don't want to go on a tangent, and I fucking don't want to see that match. Imagine if. Like Braun is right now, when Stone Cold Steve Austin was at the peak of his popularity. They don't put the belt on him. Not once, but twice. Twice they could have put the belt on Braun. I mean, they still could on Sunday. It's not set in stone, but it pretty much is. It's set in stone, boss. It's set in stone. But it's like, they're going to have him lose. Unless they, like, give him a belt for the month, and then, like, he's still, like, fucking killing the shit out of people, and they're like, all right, you want to be an asshole and kill everyone? Okay, we're bringing the elimination chamber. You have to defend your belt against six other guys, and Lesnar wins it back there. I fucking doubt they do it. Maybe he peeps Kane. Maybe they do it like that. And, like, Lesnar, since you're not around, you got to go to my mission chamber, and then he just fucking wins. But, I don't know. Because then what are they going to do? Put him in the mission chamber and lose again? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, my God. I don't understand. He's, like, the most fucking over guy in Raw. Like, he's the <laughs> reason most people fucking watch the fucking show. Because the rest of it is just scripted bullshit that no one cares about their stupid fucking lines and all their terrible writing. And this guy's a beast. <laughs> Kills the whole roster, but can't win the fucking big one. Like, it's <laughs> fucking pissed me off. How many matches Ugh. has he won on pay-per-view in, like, the last year? That's the terrible thing. Like, he's so over, but it's like they just have him lose all the time. And the worst part is he's supposed to be, like, Vince McMahon's, like, little puppet, and, like, he's supposed to be Vince's guy and, like, Vince's project. Having him lose all the time when it matters fucking makes him, like, Bray Wyatt. Obviously, <laughs> he's more older than Bray Wyatt, but he wins his matches. But when it, how good are you when whenever it matters, you lose? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Well, I guess wins and losses don't matter. They're born to Vince McMahon, but they do matter. He's like the I Sasha could, Banks of the women. He's not that bad, actually. When it comes to okay, wins and losses. I could see him flip a fucking 18-wheeler a hundred times, but if he doesn't win the title, he's fucking... I, why do you care? Exactly. Like, it's cool, good. he's strong, but if he doesn't win shit... That's like when Big Show, like, at least when Big Show was doing that shit, like, he won the title. Mm-hmm. And people were exactly. like, shit, he's a beast. No, Braun Strowman can flip 18 wheelers, but he can't win a fucking title match. <laughs> oh, my God. They make Brock Lesnar look so weak in these brawls, too. He's, like, getting cut out stretchers and fucking his ass kicked. And then the match is, like, fucking Superman. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Oh, my God. I, mean, I want to stop now because I, I'm about to f- go on another 20-minute tangent. I mean, the thing is, is that with this company, 
we just talked about in the NXT predictions. They are the a prime example of a company that does not strike while the iron is hot. Either they never strike at all, which is one thing, or they strike ten years later, like with Dolph Ziggler. If he comes back and wins the Rumble, which is honestly a possibility, and I'm kind of scared to even say that, but <laughs> it's like they wait so long to push people, and they expect people to give a shit. Like, oh, have you been you know behind him the entire time? It's like, no, I gave up on him ten years ago because you've been booking him to look like a fucking loser. And Braun, it's like, they might give him the belt in 2020. That's wonderful. If he's champion by the time the XFL comes around, I'd be shocked. Because at this point, it's like they're never going to put the championship on him. But whatever. Uh, they, they should. And I know the rumor right now is that he's going to go on to face Miz for the belt at WrestleMania. You know what? That's fine. At least he wins a championship. But it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, even at the Triple H match, you know? I feel like you can have him beat Miz for that belt. And it's fine. At least he's a champion finally. But I would rather, honestly, even though Miz and Strowman would be a better match than Braun and Triple H, but at least if Braun beats Triple H, it's a big deal. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a weird thing right now because the guy yeah, keeps on losing like and losing. Miz is a big enough deal if he wins. It's, like a bit, it's still a big enough. It's not like he's beating like fucking Curtis Axel. Or yeah, no, 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 totally. I think totally. Miz is obviously accomplished enough now that he's something a big deal. I don't know. I just don't see, I don't see Strowman winning the, like, the main title until they put him in SmackDown, like if they do that in like a superstar shakeup or something. I just, I don't know, like, I just, they're so set on fucking Lesnar and Reigns as the champion, I just don't see it happening. Like, mm-hmm. fucking Cena. Like, oh my god, it's like fucking <laughs> 2012 when they just revolve around three people. Like, exactly. we get it, Orin, fucking Triple H and Cena, like, keep revolving the door. <laughs> yeah. Where other people more over, like you said, Ziggler's, Ziggler will win the Rumble and no one will give two shits. Because <laughs> the guy's been a fucking loser for five years. And he's just, he was over, like, fucking... Three years ago, they even put the title <laughs> on them. They book them like shit. What I don't get is they book, they push people to win the title that we care about. Then they win the title and then they book them like the biggest loser ever. And then they're like, oh, like he sucks and no one likes him anymore. Well, yeah, because you book them like shit. Exactly. And then the people they book like shit, then they push five years down the road that no one gives a shit about yep. them. Look, why does no one care anymore? You fucking push them five years too late. No one gives a shit. <laughs> God almighty, if it's all three or one, I'm fucking walking out. That would be so terrible. I'm walking out like Hell in a Cell. Yeah. I'm, not, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like, later. Even though you're with me, I'll be like, see you later, man. See you, bye. I'll just walk to the bathroom and cry in the stall. Oh, God. it's Yeah, it's like like you said, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like, oh, the fans don't care. It's like, yeah, because you poked them like shit. That's why the people don't care. It's like you hold the power to make people care about people, about the stars. Like, other than maybe Roman Reigns, like you book someone like Superman because even though people do not like the guy, you still book him like he's the superhero and you don't turn him heel. It's like it's, it's mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling. And the thing with Braun is no different. It's like the guy is so over. And this company complains constantly about not having any stars. You have a star in your hand right there, you dumb idiots. You have a star right here in the form of Braun Strowman. You have all these people that are on the cusp of greatness, but you don't capitalize until 10 years down the road when no one gives a shit anymore. It doesn't make any sense, but Brock wins, LOL. Uh, Women's Royal Rumble match. Women goes on to WrestleMania to wrestle either Charlotte or Alexa Bliss. Assuming they're champions by them for the Raw or SmackDown women's belts. So, this is comical. Um, we have 19, no, 18, 18 women. I forgot Paige pulled out because of her neck injury. Uh, we got 18 women in the match. 
literally every active woman on Raw or SmackDown. So it's not like, oh, who's a mat- who's going to enter the Rumble? Who's a loser from either brand? They're all in the fucking match. They're all in the match. It doesn't matter if it's Naomi or Liv Morgan or Alicia Fox. They're all in the match. So it, we know. We know for a fact that we're getting 12 returns or debuts from NXT or from the past. You know, that's cute. I get it. But it's like, how many returns do you need? Like, okay, you can have a Molly Holly or a Victoria, whatever. But it's like... How many returns do you really need for a women's rumble? Like, how many call-ups can you really have? Like, that's what I... I don't really understand about this. That's... Oh, it's got to be equal to the men. It's like, no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be equal to the men. You don't need 30 women in one match. I mean, this could either be really, really good or really, really bad, I feel like. I feel like it's going to be a good match, but there's a lot of people who do not belong in this match. The men is no different, but it's like Dana Brooke in a rumble. It's like, why? Why? You know? It's like with the SmackDown women's ladder match. It was a good match because they had the right people in there. This, what, fucking Tamina, Lana, Liv Morgan? Are you kidding me? It's like, this could be a disaster. This could be a disaster. So I'm hoping they get this out of the way early. First match of the night, and they move just right along. Because this, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but especially for the returns, only that. But again, how many returns do you need? So I think Asuka not only will win, but I think she has to win. Like Other than maybe Becky Lynch. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on the phone with you, but I feel like Becky Lynch would also be a good choice, too, for SmackDown because she's been treated like shit for well over a year now. Like, just... Oh, it, it, uh, makes no sense. we got to have the six-woman tag team match and we got to have a 20-man battle royal with the women. It's like, who cares? Three six away, like, God almighty. <laughs> it's the same thing every single month. And it just... You know what? It's either Asuka or it's Ronda Rousey. And I completely agree with you, RJ. I, I st- like I said, I think she's a draw for WWE. But you are absolutely 120% right when you say that if she comes in after... I, I can guarantee you that Stephanie's going to be in the match. We already know that she's a commentator. You know they're going to hit her music. Oh, I'm in the match. Big surprise. Like, okay, we all saw this coming. <laughs> you know, it's just... <laughs> St- Stephanie will walk in the ring. And she will be the only one in the ring. And then Rousey will come out and just eliminate everyone and win. But it makes the women's roster look like shit. How could you spend a whole month talking about <laughs> women's revolution and then have Rousey beat all of their asses? I mean, I know it makes Rousey look strong, which I you have to do. But it's like you can't make everyone else look weak. These are the people that will be here for the next 10 years. I mean, maybe not Lana's case, but I mean, everyone else, they're, they're going to be here for a long time. So I... I don't know. This could be a disaster. What is going on here, Argy? What, what the? F- <laughs> well, you know she's gonna be in it. Like it's no shocker. Just announce it right now. Don't don't treat me like an idiot. Don't like oh she's gonna be a commentator. What? She hasn't been a commentary in twenty years. Why now of all times? Oh, cause I invented the women's revolution. No, you fucking didn't. Like Randy said this last night, and I could not. I could not agree more. This woman has been in the company for, what, 20 years now? She just decides in 2015 that she wants to start pushing the woman? Wasn't she involved in, like, bras and panties matches, like, 15 years ago? It's like, no, you aren't. You're not in favor of pushing women. The I think Triple H, if anyone, is responsible for the women's revolution, if you even want to really call it that. He was the one that was pushing for it in NXT. Stephanie had absolutely nothing to do with it. She is just shoehorning herself into everything involving these women in the main roster, and it makes me sick. So, anyway, um, I think she's going to be involved in the match. She'll get thrown out by Rousey, and Rousey will win. I think Asuka's still my pick, but my backup plan is that. So, RJ, w- what's going on here? I'm going with Becky Lynch. Um, 
don't know. I just don't. I just think Oscar's too predictable. She fucking did like like you said, booking one on one. She fucking threw everyone out on Raw. I yep. just don't think Oscar's gonna win. Um, I don't know. I just don't think she needs to win. I think like you can just set her and I think she's already beat Bliss once already. Yeah, and Raw a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, so you can just form that. I think Blinch winning, and they just like turn either her. I'm assuming they turn her, her heel. She could use a fucking heel turn mm-hmm. for Christ's sakes. Been the same fucking bland character since she's been called up. Yeah. Um, I fucking love Becky Lynch, but they fucking 2017 was like the worst year of her fucking career. It was terrible. She didn't do anything. Nowhere. <laughs> she was barely she on TV. Pinways every fucking week, and they lost every one. Yeah. Um, they should turn it. Like Sammy Zayn, wins, turn her heel. Goes yeah. heel she wins, goes heel, and then faces Charlotte at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Please, for the love of God, give me a one-on-one or, or women's or match at WrestleMania. Wins, What'd you say? Or Brie Bella wins. <laughs> you know Brie is going to be in it too. Brie Mode! Are you going to mark I out and hear the music? I fucking mark out for Brie Mode. <laughs> you can look, but you... Just announce yourself in the Rumble already. Woman. I'm going to mark out for Stephanie McMahon too. Oh my God, oh my I'm gonna God. I'm going to be like so shocked. Like, what? She's in the match? <laughs> I can't wait for the announcer's reaction. Oh my god, I didn't see this coming. It's like, dude, we saw it as soon as we saw it a month ago, let alone when they announced that she's gonna be the commentator. It's so stupid. This company just thinks we're all idiots. And there's a lot of there's a lot of dumb fans. Trust me, I saw a lot of dumb fans of Raw twenty five, don't get me wrong, but we're not all idiots. And uh, this, I don't know, it's so stupid. Just just announce the you know, that's what I don't get. That's what I don't get. You had all these women on, on Raw this week. For Raw 25, why not just say that one of them is going to be in the Rumble? That would build intrigue. Other than the fact, oh, it's the first ever women's Rumble. Other than that, who could possibly give a shit? Who the fuck can care about this match? The build has been atrocious. All 20-man tag tag team match, 20-woman tag team match, Battle Royal, blah, 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 blah. Filming the little promos in their phones, talking for 10 seconds about why they should win. Same thing every single week. No one cares. Nobody cares. They gotta, we gotta get some what? That, that little magic two-word uh, phrase. Character development. That's what I need with all of these women. And uh, it's not gonna start with this match, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that much right now. Um, but yeah, I got Asuka winning. Becky Lynch would also be great, too. So, yeah, I got Becky Lynch. So you got Becky Lynch. I got Asuka. Uh, we got the men's Rumble match here. Um, real quick, we got 17 of the 30 announced. And this is another one. Like, you know, uh, RJ, you brought it up on Hashtag a few weeks ago about wasted spots. Why is Titus Worldwide in this? Why even bother announcing them? Why? Like, honestly, like, why? Why? You have you have Roman Reigns. You have Roman Reigns in the Miz. Okay, I guess the Miz, I, I, he said, they said he's in the match. I don't remember that. It says on Wikipedia that he's in the match. I do not remember him saying that he was in the match. Anyway, Roman Reigns, we know he's going to be in it. If not, just win it all. Why not just say that he's in the match? Why would you announce Apollo Crews and Titus Worldwide? And you know what? I like the New Day. Trust me. I love him. Why are all three of them in there? Why? We know they're not going to win. You could put Kofi in there. The guy's Mr. Royal Rumble. I was watching the 2016 Rumble back a few weeks ago, about a week ago, and it was so good because I remember watching it with you, and it's like, you know what? I love the fact they didn't put all four members of the social outcast in there, or they didn't put all three members of the New Day. They put one of each group, one from each group. That's all you need. You don't need 20 people in the match taking up spots when we know they're not going to win. I like Aiden English and Rusev together. Why is Aiden English in this match? Why even bother? You know, it's so stupid. Ty Dillinger, he's been in the back of a milk carton for like three months now. Why is he in that match? I like Ty Dillinger, but why even bother? So, anyway. Um, we got Elias, Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura, John Cena, Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, Woken, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Rusev, Aiden English, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, The Miz, Ty Dillinger, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods. 
of those guys and others to be announced, RJ, who do you got going over? Oh, fucking God. I honestly have no idea. Um, this is, I, I hope to God it's not fucking Roman Reigns lol. I have a, I just don't trust this company, so I could so see it happening. They do the same thing they did, like, fucking four years ago, I think it was, in Philadelphia. Um, I, I just, I just, no, please no to Cena, and please no to fucking Reigns. I, I think I'd rather have Titus O'Neil win than Roman Reigns and fucking John Cena. Um, <laughs> I'd like to see a prime, like, if they if he loses, like, throw him in there, maybe yeah. just shock a couple people out, maybe that's how they plant the seeds for him and Miz. Um, but I don't fucking, like, Xavier Woods isn't winning, Big E's not, like, even Kofi Kingston, like, I love Kofi, he's got fucking 0.0% chance to win. Ziggler would be, like, cool, but, like, I think people would, like, still, like, no one gave a shit about him. No one's cared about him for, like, fucking four years. <laughs> Why wouldn't people care about him now? Like, literally, like, no one gives a flying fuck about Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a good wrestler, but he's just the same guy. He's not the same character for four fucking years. And no one cares anymore. So what are you going to do? Like, boy, are you going to wear a different fucking 90s-themed t-shirt and win the Royal Rumble? And people <laughs> yeah. give a shit? Like, no. Yo, no, oh, this is what'll happen. They'll have them. They'll have him eliminate Roman Reigns. I'll think people will give a shit, and everyone will fucking boo it, or maybe some fucking idiots will cheer. But I'll be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Who gives a That's shit? That's exactly yeah. Po- I, I heard like a lot of people say Nakamura. Like, I think that'd be pressuring the win. Like, does he need a win? Like, yeah, I think he'd, be, he hasn't been treated the greatest on SmackDown. So I think a win would help him. But for the love of fucking God, no to Cena. No to Reigns and no to Ziggler. Anyone else, I wouldn't have a problem with. <laughs> or, no, I'm going to say no to Orton, too, but we know he's not winning, so it's not that big of a deal. But, you know, Cena... I'd rather have Orton than the other three I just mentioned. Yeah, good point. The Cena winning is just... You, you can't. You can't. You can't. I, I mean, I can't... I, I, I can say that they can't, but it's like, literally, for the last five years, like, this is no joke. We've had two-time winners four of the last five years between John Cena, Randy Orton, Triple H, and Batista. And Roman Reigns, the one guy they did push to have win the Rumble, that's a fresh face, it was the worst Rumble of all time. So it's like, that's not the greatest Rumble record of all time. And with last year, they had Orton win. No, it was better than Roman Reigns, which was the only reason why people cheered it. If they had Orton toss up Bray Wyatt, people would have pooped all over it. I can guarantee you of that. So I would not be shocked, like you said, if they had Ziggler toss up Roman. It's like, oh, people will cheer. And Ziggler goes down to WrestleMania to do what? To do fucking what? Lose to AJ again? Then go back to wrestling uh, Zack Ryder in main event? Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, been there, done that. We had this SummerSlam 2016 was the... I mean, they could have pushed this guy 20 years ago, but it's like their last chance to push him. SummerSlam 2016. Him and Dean Ambrose. Great build. It was a great feud. Match sucked. Was terrible. Felt like a SmackDown mid-card match. No one cared. Ziggler lost. Lost as clean as a sheet. And that was it. That was it. You move right along. It's like, okay, we gave the guy a shot. We had him lose. No one cares anymore. We got it out of our system. Time to move on. You know he's not going to win the belt. He's not going to go back to the WWE Championship. Nor should he. He should just walk away, go to New Japan, do a little too sweet with the Bullet Club. Get out of WWE. The guy is as old as month-old bread. We got to move on. Or stale as month-old bread. It's, it's, you can't. You can't have him win. Roman Reigns is just... Wh- 
I don't know. I don't even know what to say anymore. I honestly don't. Like, you know he's going on to WrestleMania, but that's what the Elimination Chamber is for. You have the Elimination Chamber for that, so don't waste it. Don't waste the Royal Rumble, another Royal Rumble, on a guy who doesn't need it. I feel like Nakamura more than anyone else needs it, but um, I don't know. I just want to see a nice surprise for a change. And you know what? People are saying, oh, Nakamura, way too predictable. You know what? Honestly, it's not, because I've been, I've been so used to to being disappointed at the end of Rumbles, that someone seeing someone that I actually like win the Rumble would be a surprise. At this point, it would honestly be a surprise. Anyone but John Cena, Roman Reigns, or Dolph Ziggler would be a surprise. So Finn Balor would also be awesome now that they have the Bullet Club or the Balor Club going. Not gonna happen. Um, but that'd be also pretty cool. Baron Corbin, they've just ruined beyond belief. I don't even know what to say about him anymore. Bray Wyatt. Is he still employed? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Why even bother? Just. Tossed at the guy like a sack of trash, like the 2015 Rumble when Big Show eliminated him out of just for no reason. After he dominated the entire thing, they tossed him out in two seconds by the Big Show. But I would not be surprised if we got the same thing on Sunday. Um, yeah, they got it. just Nakamura. I'm going to say Nakamura, but Roman Reigns would just be like, you know what? I expect nothing less from this company. I should just go fuck myself because I don't know why I continue to get my hopes up every single year. They're just going to give me shit. <laughs> just give me shit. That's all I want. You know, at this point, whatever. But I'm going to say Nakamura. You have Roman Reigns? Or I'll who- just go with Roman Reigns. I don't want it to happen, but this company is just so fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> I... I- I don't know. I can't say Roman Reigns. I don't know. I'll go with Nakamura, I guess. I just don't think it's... I honestly, like, it's so predictable. I don't think it will happen. Mm-hmm. I think they'll do Cena. Then, oh, my God. I hope the guy's not fucking Cena. I don't know. I just have a gut feeling they're going to do Reigns. Like I said, because maybe they, like... I don't know. Nah, uh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I'll fucking just go with Nakamura, but I don't think he'll win. Give it to Elias. I would fucking take Elias over... <laughs> Anyone you just named. Elias would be my fan favorite to win it all, honestly, but he's not going to win. It'd be pretty amazing if he did it. He's actually from, I think he's from Pittsburgh or from uh, Philly or something from, like that. He's from Pittsburgh, right? Ah, okay, okay. So, you know what? He'd get a big pop, and I think people would go nuts, but you know it's not happening. If you really want a surprise, you have Elias win, but they don't, they're don't. they not ballsy enough to do that. They're ballsy enough to announce the fucking reincarnation of the XFL, but they're not ballsy enough to go with someone other than the name John Cena, Roman Reigns, or Dolph Ziggler as the Rumble winner. Dolph That's- Ziggler. I think Dolph Ziggler would be worse than Roman Reigns. He yeah, honestly would be. Ziggler's a fucking waste of space. <laughs> God, it's so bad. It, oh my God, I don't want to think about it. Him winning is like if Del Rio came back and won. I'd fucking ball my eyes out. Yeah. Who the oh hell could God. possibly care? No one. Oh, terrible. God. Terrible. I like going for a lot of uh, interesting uh, outcomes on Sunday. Yeah, I'm looking I forward like to... Saturday, <laughs> like, we're pretty good with anything that happens. Sunday, I'm fucking shit in my pants. And skepticism. <laughs> I'm like, God, I'm like... The show could turn bad in seconds. I'm ready. I'm ready to see on my level of disappointment where this show is gonna rank when we come out of it. Like I'm ready to see if I'm gonna be furious or if it's gonna be one of those like, eh, you know what? I should have expected that. I'm just gonna go home and cry. Like I don't really know where I'm gonna end up on this level of disappointment with WWE with the Rumble, but at least we have Takeover. And uh, I guess yeah. the the charges against Rich Swan were just dropped. By the way, I just read that two seconds ago. Not that's really any relevant at all. Maybe we see him pop up in the Rumble and he wins it all. You know what? It'd be better than Roman Reigns. Um, give him the white beater gimmick though? or something. What'd you say? What'd you say? Charges dropped. Uh, <laughs> Rich Swan. Oh my God! Who gives a fuck? Please, God, don't include any of those losers. 
Yes. Maybe Alexander. Put, maybe put, Alexander. For the love of God, I don't need to check Gallagher. Fucking Royal Rumble. Put Swan in the Rumble and just give him a wife beater gimmick, and the guy would be over in two seconds. He'd be the biggest heel in the entire roster. Ever won the WWE <laughs> Championship. You know. Uh, Neville coming back and winning the Rumble would be not winning the Rumble, but being in the Rumble would be amazing. But it's not happening because he was smart enough to get the fuck out of there and leave 205 alone because he knows the show is terrible. But anyway. Um, yeah, hopefully we get some nice surprise entrance real quick before I wrap it up, RJ. Um, who do you have your money on entering the Rumble as a surprise entrant from the past? Um, I'll go with Rey Mysterio, Tommy Dreamer. That's a good one. I like yeah. that one. It's a good safe like answer. Smart. Um, hopefully not like Hacksaw. I feel like they've had him a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, they really have. I will <laughs> fucking sit on my hands for Hacksaw. Like, dude, you're an old idiot. Who didn't save his money? That's why he keep coming back. <laughs> um, Trying to think who else. Um, maybe like an EC3. I doubt it. People don't even know the fuck he is. Yeah, well, no, I think in Philly you get a nice reaction. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Bobby uh, Lashley would be pretty sweet, but I don't see that happening. Bobby I don't Lashley think... would be cool, but that'd I'd be cool. Yeah, I don't think he's. I don't think he's eligible to come in until after the Rumble, though. Unfortunately. If he gave someone the Dominator, I'd go nuts. That'd be but. oh, that'd be incredible. Hit a spear and Brock Lesnar and win the bill, even though he's not even that match. But that'd be pretty sweet. But um, yeah, Lashley EC3 Ray Ray would be unbelievable. I'm I'm dying just thinking about it. But um, I like Dreamer as a nice safe pick. I don't think he's gonna be in it, but I want to say RVD would also be pretty cool to see because they're in Philly and he'd get a big pop. But I feel like he's on uh, the shit list of the company right now because he was not a I'm part of. Say, no, nah, I don't know. I mean, there was something like now he was complaining recently. He was in some divorce with his wife, and he said he can't wrestle anymore because he has neck issues, and that's why WWE won't clear him. I don't know how legit that is, um, but he's I, I don't know. He's he's kind of in a weird spot right now. That's which is why he was not a part of Raw 25 like at all. They didn't even put him in a video package. They put fucking CM Punk in a video package, but not Rob Van Dam, who was part of the show for years. So I don't know. It's kind of a weird situation with him, but it would still be cool. So, uh, looking forward to it. Once again, RJ, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, uh, Saturday's definitely be fun. Sunday is a lot of skepticism, like I said. I don't know. They're either going to leave pissed, decent, or excited. I, I would say more towards the pissed than decent side. <laughs> um, just what's out this, like, I, I don't know. The Women's Rumble, I just see a train wreck. Like, yeah. I, I can just imagine a train wreck. And... <laughs> Like, if Stephanie McMahon won, I'd fucking literally get up and leave. <laughs> yeah, it's not even worth staying for the rest of the show at that point. No, I just leave. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just think there's just so many bad choices they could pick. Yeah. That's why I'm so skeptical that it's going to be bad. Like, there's so many bad decisions they can make. Mm-hmm. This company makes so many bad decisions mm-hmm. that I'm just like, it probably will happen. Yeah, like exactly. Like you said, they, they fucking... Oh my god, or and like Orin last year, like I didn't shit all over it. Yeah. Because I'm like, ah, oh, you know, like whatever. Like it's not Roman Reigns or Cena, Triple H, but like he's just like he's done it all. Like he didn't have to win the fucking Rumble. Yeah. Like the Rumble is meant for people like become stars, not to give the fucking Batista when he's 40 years old or fucking <laughs> Triple H or, or I guess Roman Reigns. But I feel like no one wants like. People want to see, like, Batista win in, like, Chris Benoit, like, Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio. No one wants to see fucking Roman Reigns win. Mm-hmm. But they just don't care. Like, the Cena, even, like, when Cena won the first time, like, people hated Cena, but, like, their return was, like, ridiculous. It and, was like, great, people yeah. People don't even care. People fucking popped. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was amazing, I don't know, yeah. Like, I don't know. We'll see. 
We'll see. Um, but hopefully it's not a repeat winner. That's all I want to say. Yeah. Or, yeah, or just not a repeat winner. Or Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not a repeat winner at Dolph Ziggler. That's, it's setting the bar pretty low, but honestly, you have to set the bar low at this company because otherwise they're going to disappoint you. So. Yep. But even when they even when you set the bar low, you could still get a Battleground 2017 pay-per-view. So you never know at WWE. I guess we'll find yep. out on Sunday. But pack your pitchforks. I'm ready for Philly. Uh, come take over <laughs> Rumble. It's going to be a great weekend. Hopefully they'll have pitchforks in the hotel. Um, but that being said, RJ, any last thoughts? Where can the people find you on Twitter? I mean, everyone knows where they can find you, but one last time. Pretty sure it's at RJ underscore Marceau. I think that's my Twitter handle. <laughs> RJ underscore Marceau. You got the uh, Marceau masterpieces on Next Air Wrestling done. I almost had a heart attack when I sent you when you sent me that email a few weeks ago with the new masterpiece, the bold predictions for uh, 2018. <sighs> got to see some more masterpieces, but you're so busy nowadays, can't be pumping Fucking those working, out. <laughs> for a swig of soda for the working man. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be great though. Looking forward to Royal Rumble weekend. Thanks for joining me on the show, brother, and I'll see you on Saturday. See you on Saturday. All right, I'll catch your ass down the road to the Royal Rumble. Sounds good. <laughs> see you, brother. Bye.